today's reading is Acts chapter 14, verse 17. Yet he has not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness by giving you rain from the heaven and crops in their seasons. He has provided you with plenty of food and fills your hearts with joy. One little seed gets put in the ground and when it grows, it grows up and it grows a big tall stalk and then you have lots of seeds at the end of it. So one seed becomes lots and lots of seed. And that means that we can have enough to take and make the flower from, but also to replant. But what happens if there's not enough water? They die. They don't grow because they don't have enough water. What happens if you don't have enough water? It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? We need the soil, but we also need the water. What else does it need to grow? What do the crops need to grow? They need soil to be in and they need water. Sunshine. Maybe that's why we're all very small in Scotland. (laughs) When they have the sunshine, it grows and then it's harvested and it makes... And we go to the supermarket because we're fortunate we can do that. Or if you're um, such, uh, 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 if you're inclined that way, you can make your own bread. They tell me it's very easy. I've got a bread maker that's sat in my utility room for, well, three years since we came here and I've never used it. But I could if I ever felt inclined. But we don't just have bread to eat, do we? I mean, we've got all these varieties, but actually, wouldn't it be a bit dull if all we ever ate was bread? I mean, bread and butter. Oh, delicious. Bread and butter and jam. Oh, bread and a wee sausage. Oh, no, sorry. (laughs) We need the other stuff as well, because it would be really bad for us if all we ever had was bread. And so God has given us lots of other delicious fruit and food to enjoy. And so, as I said, today we're remembering and thinking about harvest and the food and other things that God gives us. He's the one who gives the seeds and the soil and the rain and the sunshine. He is the one who gives the strength to the people who plant and who harvest and who bake and who drive and who stack the shelves and all of that. He's the one who fills the oceans with fish, the land with animals. And we need to be thankful. So I hope that you thank God every time you get sit down to eat. Before you eat, you can do it after you eat. But when you eat, I hope you say thank you to God. And maybe at the end of each day, if you want to be really thankful, you could think back through your day and think, what were the five things that I really should say thank you for today? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And now we have a reading, another reading. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables, and in his teaching he said, Listen, 
a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. And the birds came to eat it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns. The thorns grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seeds fell on good soil. It came up, grew and produced a crop, some multiplying thirty, some sixty, some a hundred times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. The Bible tells us that God is the best father in existence. Now, my dad was really good. I like my dad. We got on really well. But he wasn't as good as God. God wants to bring us into his family. Who, who's part of God's family? You tell me, who's part of God's family? Yeah. Jesus. Us. Yeah. Absolutely. Us. We are all part of God's family. How do you get to be part of God's family? How do you get to be part of God's family? Go to church. Mm hmm. Good answer. Go to church. Anybody else? How do you get to be part of God's family? Love Jesus. Love Jesus. Go to church and love Jesus. Pretty straightforward answers. Harder to do sometimes. God wants us to be part of his family. And that's absolutely true. When we are part of God's family, it's because we love Jesus. And we've said, yes, I believe in you. And I want to do what you've called me to do. But then we should also go to church because we want to be with God's family. Sometimes, like at Christmas time and your family comes, you don't have any choice who your family are because they're just there and, you know, if you get on, that's great. And if you don't get on, that's great. And after half an hour, you're maybe thinking, oh, I wish they would just go away now. Maybe not for you and your family, not for me and my family, but some families are like that. And when we come to church, we come because we want to get to know people. We want to get to love them. We want to share our life with them. We want to be family. And, you know, if we're honest, sometimes there are people and we think, I wish they would just go home now. But there's also people we think, do you know, I want to spend more time with you. You're just amazing. I really want to get to know you better. I want to do things in the community with you. I want to work with you. I want to pray with you. I want to spend time with you. But you see, lots of people choose to ignore their human family. And sometimes people ignore God and choose to ignore God. And the Bible says God doesn't like that because it, it separates people from him. It means there's, there's a kind of barrier in between and it's not right. But because God sent Jesus, Jesus says, I've made a way for you to be with God. I've made a way for you to be in God's family. 
And if you believe in me, that is the way to God's family. And then, also, once we believe in Jesus, God does something amazing. Really amazing. He sends his spirit to live in us. Now, that sounds a bit weird. I mean, really, doesn't it? I mean, somebody coming to live in you, that's, that really does sound a bit, a bit strange. And I don't really understand it properly. I don't understand how that works. But I believe it because God said that's what happens. And he said it's the best way for us. So we all have choices to make. Like in the story, you can immediately forget about the good news about Jesus. Or you can say, yes, I actually believe in Jesus and I want to do what he says. But then sometimes when things get hard, you go, oh, well, no, I've had enough of that. Or you can say yes to Jesus and do everything you can to enjoy life with him. And so I wonder how you will respond to him this morning. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So, let's see how good your memory is. No looking at the things in front of you. The fruit of the Spirit is... Give me one. Love. Love. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Well done. I did only ask for one, but I'll let you off. Thank you. That was really good. So, let's say for a moment... I am not the world's most patient person. So, if I'm not the world's most patient person, and the fruit of the Spirit who lives in me, one of them is patience. How do I become more patient? What do you think? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was perfect. What was wrong with that? that was good. By, by just sitting there. Absolutely. You, had, you learn patience by being patient. So, if I'm in the car, and I'm particularly impatient in the car, you know, Sunday drivers, I'll be sitting behind somebody who's doing 40 miles an hour in a 60 limit going, why are you doing, for, what, it's, why, you know, we can go, it's 60. I have a friend in America who, if the person in front of them at the traffic lights doesn't move quickly enough, screams, it's not going to get any greener! <laughs> right? I, I, I get that, right? So, patience. So, you're right. I have to actually be patient. I have to just sometimes sit there and go, it's okay. The fact that I'm going to get there two and a half minutes before I will, if I drive at this speed, do you know, that I, I'll just enjoy the drive, and I'll learn to be patient. And I hate it. 
Because it's difficult. All of that stuff. How do you learn to be more loving? What do you think? By loving. Yeah, by loving people. You learn to, you learn to be more loving by actually doing it. How do you learn to, to be faithful to people? To be faithful. You, you, when you say, I'm going to be there, you're actually there. When you make a promise to somebody, you keep the promise. You're faithful. You do what you say you're going to do. You don't just get to pick one and say, okay, God, I want more joy. I mean, God might give you more joy. But actually, if that's going to be something for your life, you've got to do all the rest of it as well. You've got to exercise self-control. You've got to exercise love. You've got to do all of these other things as well. You don't just get to choose one. And do you know why all of these things are really important? Why do you think they're important? Why do you think? Because they take all of the names Yeah, absolutely. All of these names are really important. Because when we do it, it makes us more like Jesus. That's why it's important. And that's what we're supposed to be about. I'm going to say a prayer. And it is another opportunity, if you don't already know Jesus, to accept his invitation into relationship. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love that invites us to know you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again so that I could be forgiven, so that we could be forgiven and receive your gift of life. We thank you for all the food and other things that you give us that we need for life. But Father, we thank you even more for the fact that we can have new life through faith in you. So help us to turn away from being self-centered and become more like these things that we've talked about, to have more of your fruit in us. Because we love you. Because we want to be more like Jesus. If we don't know you, then Father, might today be the day that we say yes to faith in you. Amen. So, God gives us Physical things, physical food, physical stuff to help us, to keep us, to sustain us. The sun, the water, the soil, the food, all of that. But he also gives us his spiritual fruit that we need to become more like Jesus and to live for him.